Welcome, welcome, welcome to the spiritual travels of a fire wolf. It is moon day. What are you doing on a moon day? Are you moody with the moon? Are you happy that the moon is going to be full on Tuesday? Or are you like, fuck this shit, the full moon can go fuck itself, it's going to be in Scorpio. And that's just too much emotion to get through. And so you're singing a song into a microphone at 12.18 in the morning. Welcome. I'd rather just sing this part. <laughs> Welcome. So podcast time. Okay, so what's up? It's Monday. Trust in, trust in the vibes, right? It's all just trust in the vibes. So here's the lowdown. We're gonna have a full moon in the sign of Scorpio on Tuesday, the 26th of April. That is right. There's going to be a full moon and it's going to be at 1132 at night. Um, oh, fuck. I have, see, this is what happens when you do things a day behind. 11.32 at night on moon day. That's today. That's today. There's a moon day today on Monday. So the actual day of the moon, if you're on the east coast, there's an actual full moon on a moon day. I was looking at the wrong time, but it is today, the 26th. It's tonight. Um, did I mention I'm very good at astrology? I can read these charts, right? See, that's rude. I'm not good at... Well, I'm... Uh, <sighs> Scorpio moon. Scorpio moon. What is the thing that this full moon has to say? Okay? What does it have to say to us? I was thinking about this all weekend... And last week, as I kind of reviewed the upcoming moon schedule, and I thought to myself, you know, there's the regular uh, Scorpio, the transformer, transmuter, evolutionary sign, uh, going through the death cycles, life, death, and rebirth. We've been through this uh, how long? But... Uranus is also very close at 10 degrees in Taurus to the sun. Uh, Venus is conjunct Mercury in Taurus. And they're all kind of looking at this moon and saying, Yeah, gelatin. Yes, liquid. Yes, digging in the mud. But what is it? That really is transmutation here. And that got me into thinking of the time that I lived at an ashram. I've talked about this before, probably on my live streams, but 
When I lived at Yashodra Ashram, our ceremony before we left our yoga studies program was called the Rose Ceremony, and it's not like on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. The Rose Ceremony itself was a ceremony that was kind of like burning grudges away, and each grudge was represented by paired opposites. So we were required to write a list of paired opposites. Um, and the paired opposite list could be like love, hate, la-da-da, la-da-da. And then you were supposed to write your list of grudges. Now, the way I interpreted this was that everything has a light side and a shadow side. But I wanted to kind of look at how Uranus is really looking at this full moon and giving us a wake up giving us an observer's tone to our own psychological depths and this could be a very deep psychological lesson that gets the ability even during one of the most silent moons because scorpio is a very silent in the background sign but it gets a chance to find the light of day and i even have little coconut vanilla candle burning right now very gently burning um saturn is technically square this energy with with at 12 degrees um square uranus venus technically these are very technical terms because nobody's directly on point and there's technically not a Saturn um, Uranus square until uh, June but to the exact degree but this influence is here with this full moon and when I felt this full moon I was like well what do I talk about what do I talk about and I'm in a very interesting spot right now in my personal life in that today on this day I moved to a new uh, apartment of, well, I'm subletting an apartment in a town where I went to college, which is one of mo the most haunted towns in Maryland, to be quite frank, and also there's other very scorpionic things that go on here, the Civil War, my college is in this town, um, was a Civil War, um, hospital during the civil war there's strong native american culture here uh there's a lot of ghosts that live here the courthouse is here uh the harriet tubman uh, the, the underground railroad is pretty much all across this section of maryland there's a lot going on a lot of civil war soldier aberrations have been seen i had an aberration moment yesterday when checking out the space and then I con was confirmed that there is definitely a dude that is here um so got me thinking about this full moon which can have some paranormal vibes to it with the Uranus opposition and also with Scorpio I mean that's straight up Halloween energy so going back to Halloween this is kind of bringing back October vibes for us bringing back 
November, early mid-November vibes for us as well. And I want to also say I checked out Soul Revolution, which is on YouTube. I checked out her tarot reading for the full moon. And she did point out that we also need to look back at that new moon in November, which was November 15th of last year. So I do want to point out that Soul Revolution tarot did point out that new moon. And I definitely went back into my calendar. So in general, you want to kind of look at that season behind where that new and full moon took place um but i do want to say with with these energies you know there is this uncovering on un- the surfacing of of i mean we're surfacing a lot of wounds but in this this case this is a i would even say a long long-term wound you know i'm looking back at 2008 that's where where i'm looking right now um, and I might get more into that late, later on down the road as I go through this EMDR experience. And I'm recording this today. I start my first official EMDR session. So I wasn't going to be able to talk about it. And I won't be able to talk about it until next week um, on next week's episode. But if we think about Scorpio, Scorpio is trauma therapy. Um, psychology and Scorpio the energy of Scorpio has to experience generally the wound the pain so in our chart we all experience that um, wound or pain or trauma or unhealthy toxicity right Um, and see where we're at so that's what this full moon is asking us hey, where were you back then? And where are you now? You know, perfect example is I had a recent moment where I saw like my past and I was like, oh, okay. But I was grateful for everything that I had learned from my past to now and how much more healthy it is now that going through say for example a toxic relationship where maybe both sides are going through their own journeys meet and have to transmute their own stuff that's why i think relationships are such an interesting dynamic because in relationships it's really two souls coming together And saying, hey, we have these wounds that we have to face off as a mirror towards each other. And then we have to transmute these wounds. Or it's two interdependent humans coming together and creating an amazing thing. I have not gotten there in my life yet. I am still learning. I'm still going through that growth cycle of understanding healthy relationships, healthy boundaries, healthy, healthy, healthy which is why I'm starting EMDR on the full moon because this is such a poignant energy to work with. This is such a, I'll say prophetic in the way that if you look at your shadowiest of shadow sides and say, yo, that's where I was and this is where I'm going. 
that is the most beautiful and profound thing you could ever do. So Saturn is going to be active in the week ahead with squares to the sun in Taurus. But right now, and I like that because I actually think it gives structure to the energy. I don't think that a Saturn square is necessarily a bad thing, even like a Mars square Saturn. Recently, Mars himself entered the sign of cancer. I think that was what Friday or Thursday or last week. <laughs> My days are running together. It's all smushed. So ephemeris is not on point right now, but that is okay. Because this full moon is in the sign of Scorpio, one of the things we have to also note is where the hell is Mars and where the hell is Pluto. So Pluto it has been traveling as Pluto has been since 2008 through the sign of Capricorn. Um, so we're still working on that Pluto Capricorn vibe very much regarding the digging up of the wounds of the worlds. We've got coronavirus out here. We've got mass economic situations going on here. Um, and even in the United States, going through a Pluto return. So the Declaration of Independence has a re-up here. We're realizing that the power structure that be didn't do the greatest stuff, okay? It really only benefited, benefit is in benefit to maybe one group of people currently, as of current, but we're in the age of Aquarius, that shit's going to change. And it is changing. And we're witnessing that change. Hence why I feel like this very nice Saturn square uh, this week is going to actually help even though the wounds and the toxicity and the sediments are coming to the surface that it's actually a healthier stance on these sediments at the surface so Mars is in Cancer now so that means that um, I think that's still June 11th don't quote me these are like loose dates this is called Christy talks off the top of her head and talks loose dates. I will look up that date. Hold up. Let me just. So Mars is in Cancer. And because of that, with this moon, it is a nice loose trine um, with this full moon uh, by element uh, being a water sign. But that also means that, let me just look up Mars and Cancer dates before I even, Cancer 2021. Because I do want to put exact dates, like, oftentimes I will just talk, yes, June, June 11th. So April 23rd through June 11th is the Mars and Cancer time. And that means between these dates, April 23rd to June 11th, that this, the moon that transits each zodiac sign about every two days uh, is going to have this Mars is going to have this influence from the moon every two-ish days so that does mean that the divine masculine energy and that's within ourselves as well is going to experience this effect on our Marsian energies 
every two days. And also look where Mars is in, Mars is in your chart, um, your fourth house, where your moon is, you know, the divine masculine energy that's influencing you as of current. So that doesn't even have to be romantic. That could be a coworker. That could be, this energy is going to show up in a, in a very, um, emotional way. Also, the divine masculine is going to act more emotional than maybe normal. Um, especially for the divine masculine that have prominent water signs in their chart, etc., etc. But I do like the fact that there is a trine to this full moon here. And I do like the fact that this is sextile, the energy of all the planets in Taurus. This is going to start transiting over the weeks with... Um, we have the sun this week, um, uh, Uranus, then Venus and Mercury. So there is going to be, it's not that it's stable per se, because the moon is going to influence, um, this energy and possibly, you know, aggression could come out, especially, you know, with this full moon in Scorpio, it does deep 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 emotions do surface um so i would say pay attention to the moon the this mars uh when say the moon is in opposition and uh, i don't know there's a water heater i'm in a new place i don't know the sounds there's a refrigerator water heater all the things um but do pay attention to and an apparition at some point of a man in a top hat Pay attention to when the moon gets a Capricorn. I'd like to see what that looks like. I'd like to see when there's a square with the moon in Aries. Um, and even with a quincunx, I'd like to see what goes on there. Just kind of pay attention to where the moons are because Mars and the moon are going through a rapport here. And um, I'd be very interested to see what goes on in the global news um, in general, but with this full moon, purging toxicity, I do find this as a purge, and I wanted to say another theme when I did sort of a channeling, and I'm going to talk more about my channeling, I'm just going to be super shame-free about the fact that I channel, meditate, all of that, uh, talk to dead people, is part of this is about women's rights and about feminism. So this whole week has been a lesson in feminism. I have, I have not posted it online as much. I'm not, you know, I'm not an influencer by any means in any way. I'm just kind of, my Pluto is getting this moon. Um, and I'm kind of trying to find my place carve my place out and what I'm supposed to be doing, but I will say that I have stepped back from posting online and just kind of observing the tr true energy of what online is. I'm just trying to see it from an energetic perspective. Um, but with stand-up comedy, I've been going out to open mics. This is, I've been building each week since my accident, so I, I was up to three this week. And then next week, I'll be trying to build that out. So I went from one to two, now up to three. And then I'll keep building from there. Um, and hopefully, 
knock on wood, um, can get to more road dates, uh, and I'll see what happens. I'm not planning crazily ahead, I'm just allowing. But this past week, I was in um, a place doing a mic, and I noticed something that normally I just kind of have let slide in the past, and I won't get into the people involved, and I won't get into all of the things that transpired. But the thing that did transpire that went on was I over I was outside writing my notes before the open mic, trying out some new jokes that I've thought of over the last few weeks, and um, in the middle of the whole process of comics waiting outside, a group of comics um, made comments about another comic who was a woman walking in to sign up for the mic. I won't say everything that was involved, but one of the guys said I something along the lines of um you you have to be funny if you got those fat tits. And yes, shop talk, shop talk, shop talk. I was in New York for a very long time. Shop talk is what it is, right? But this is the first time in this way that I just like went after the guy. I was just like, just went in to the point that I was waiting to go on and it happened again. And the comedian left and I just went off. And I didn't even hold back. It was a visceral response. It was a visceral response, like, go fuck yourselves, you motherfuckers, like, normally I would just let it slide. Um, and this is a hard place to be. Maryland is not an easy place to be. Um, this is the culture. It's taken a while to change. Um, and normally I would just kind of do my thing and go and just keep it moving. But this time I was just like, no holds bar. I didn't hold back. It, there was even a filter that hold, held me back. I just like went through it. And I, re- I realized this is the lesson of this Scorpio full moon. This is the lesson. And I was channeling earlier and a powerful message came through that said, a strong woman is a powerful woman. A strong woman is a powerful woman. I'm going to repeat that because I need to hear it. And I also, a strong woman is a powerful woman. That is somebody who does not mince their words. That is somebody who speaks their truth. That is somebody who says what they have on their mind. No filter, no holds barred when they see fucking injustice. And the judgment card is a very strong tarot card for Scorpio. Um... I do feel that stand-up comedy is extremely connected to the judgment cards along with the seven of wands. I always kind of look at stand-up comedy as those two cards or the hanged man for some people. But the judgment card, I think, is a very strong message to those who are comedians or those who are in activism, especially with all that's gone down you know, with the trials and the shootings that continue to happen. 
this Scorpio moon is not playing and does not want us to hold back um, if we see injustice in some kind of way. Whether it's in our hometowns, whatever we need to do and say, even if people quote-unquote judge that shit, just to allow the goddess, this full moon, to speak up and speak through. So with that, I'm going to close out um, this podcast episode, but I do want to say, you know, uh, I'm going to start doing little mantras on my Trust Your Moon Day, and Trust Your Glitter has always, has been my Instagram account since I think, since I created an Instagram um, back in like 2017 or 2016. Uh, Trust Your Glitter is something that came through and it's really just to trust your intuition even in the face of people calling you crazy or wrong or out of place or a freak or whatever the fuck people want to call you or however the fuck people want to treat you. Trust your glitter, trust your gut, and be like, you know what? No, my gut is saying this, my glitter is saying this, and you know what? It's special, it's glitter, it's shiny, you know, and not shiny in like shiny object, like oh, some mirage, like my actual, like the your your chutzpah, trust your fucking chutzpah. Um, so I'm gonna put that out with this full moon and lots of love and lots of power and lots of Scorpio vibes out there. Much love.